0: So many owners open their shops with the dream of doing auto repair the right way, being an asset to their community, having free time with their families, and having the ability to create a financial legacy. In reality, so many find themselves working long days, are struggling to find and keep good staff, and can barely pay the bills. Since 2016, the fastest growing automotive repair coaching company, ShopFix Academy's sole purpose is to stop the average small business from destroying the average family. Call 615-645-3683 to speak to someone on their leadership team about seeing if ShopFix Academy is a good fit for your shop. Learn more at shopfixacademy.com.
1: And I reached out to the first guy and he was like, yeah, I would love for you to come take a look at my shop and we can chat. And each one has been absolutely amazing. Everyone's welcome with open arms and just became
0: great, great friends. This is Success Leaves Clues, an automotive industry podcast, and I'm your host, Thomas Hayes. After being in the automotive industry for a while now, one word that comes to mind for me when describing us is community. Though it seems that individualism ranks high in the traits of most of us, I've experienced that those in our community are incredibly willing to help one another when called upon. But how do you ask for help? How do you actually engage someone that you wanna connect with? And why is it so important to do that anyway? Today's guest, Nate Winston, co-owner of ECP Auto Repair and Service in Ohio, will answer these important questions for us today. Nate has made a splash on Facebook this year by visiting nearly a dozen shops and recording his experiences through Facebook Lives. His recordings not only show his experience, but they actually set an incredible example of what community can look like. I really enjoyed this interview and getting to know Nate. You will too, so stick around. Effective online presence is a critical part of your shop's growth and profitability, which is why it only makes sense to use the company that many top-performing repair shops use for managing their online presence, Leads Near Me. Leads Near Me effortlessly increases your car count with a strategic combination of killer websites, high-converting Google ads, traffic-driving social media posts, and more reach them by text or call at 888-953-2379 or visit them online at leadsnearme.com. Leads Near Me, effortlessly increase car count. Nate, welcome to the show. Happy to have you. Yeah, hey, thank you so much for having me today. Awesome. So, uh, Nate, you have been making a splash on Facebook uh, with touring, uh, I believe it's around the country uh, visiting different shops. And so I'm, I'm really excited to have you on the show and talk that through. But for those that that don't know you outside of that, tell us a little bit about yourself.
1: Yeah. Um, well, my name is Nate Winston here, a uh, business owner in Cuyahoga Falls, Ohio, and I run a auto repair shop for the last 14 years. Awesome. How'd you get started? Well, I got started with, uh, automotive industry when my vehicle broke down one day um, on the way home when I was working at a factory um, apparently there was a alternator that was that was failing in my 1995 Chevy Cavalier and I learned and taught myself how to fix it replace it and get my car back up on the road and I really enjoyed that and thought it was a great success now I'm thinking with my partner or with my best friend at the time still is my best friend, that we both wanted to leave our jobs and we wanted to just open up a repair shop business and we wanted to fix cars for a living.
0: So that's That's pretty much how we got started. Wow, that's quite a story. So um, it literally went from, you know, fixing your own car to deciding, I want to do this. I want this to be my life. Yes, absolutely. Yes. And we did. And we made it. Yep. So uh, tell us a little bit about that process. Like, what did that look like starting the shop? Where, where did where did everything originate from? Um, what
1: it looked like was from from that day forward we just pretty much took one year still working at our previous jobs at a factory where we developed a plan of what tools are we going to need location, how many bays, things like that We got to start looking. so we spent a year trying to find a a good building that may be for lease or for rent and we were able to find one and this was back in I to say July no. June of 2008 is when we found this building that was for lease that we're actually still in today. And so we had talked to the landlord about this building um, and he said, yeah, it's for lease. You can definitely open up your shop, but there's a couple of stipulations. Um, One, we need to see a checking account of $50,000 in your account first, before we get, before we can allow you to sign this lease. Yeah. We need to see some kind of business plan. Well, we had a generic cheap business plan just Chicken scratched out and we only had maybe three or four thousand dollars. So we thought, well, never mind, forget it. This is not gonna work out. So we just ended the little meeting that we had with them. And then a few days passed by, they called us up and they said, you know what? We're gonna, we're gonna take a chance on you two. We're wow. gonna let we're gonna let you open up your shop here. I'm like, wow, okay, this is this is fantastic, great. So we signed a three-year lease. We had no idea what we were doing about cars. We didn't know how to run a business, numbers, checking, nothing. We just opened up a business. So that's pretty much how it started. So what do things look like today? Um, Much different. We're actually taking a paycheck home now um, where we're actually getting paid to, to do a job that we love. Still at the same building 14 years later. Me and my partner still best friends, partnership business. 50-50 partnership. We know a lot of times the partnership businesses are extremely hard to do, but we're we're somehow making it work every day. You know, back then we were working seven days a week, seven in the morning to seven or eight o'clock at night. Now we're Monday through Friday, seven to five or eight to five kind of thing. So it's it's a lot different, you know, going from doing it when I was single. And had lots of time on my hands to I'm married with three, three kids, one more on the way and just
0: having a family, you know, yeah. it's, it's a lot different. It definitely changes things to, to have a family and changes the whole dynamic of what things have to look like, you know, in our businesses, yeah. your shop tours, like, where did that come from? Like, why did you decide to start doing that? Well, I decided to
1: start doing that. It was December of last year, just a couple months ago, where I want to try to continue to grow myself personally, and I want to grow myself for my business as well professionally. So I'm always networking with other shops on Facebook, different ASAR groups, things like that, right? And so I'm like, well, you know what? I'm going to try to step outside my comfort zone, go an extra step, and I'd like to visit these shops in person because you get a whole different perspective on things. And I'm going to just create a little thing of my own, something that I just created on myself called shop tours. I don't see anybody else doing it. I don't see anybody else posting it. I don't, I'm doing this for myself to learn what other shops are doing with their processes. How are they doing with their technicians? What are they, what are their technicians um, doing throughout the day on the cars? What are their inspection policies are like? So that I can see if I'm doing things correctly or incorrectly or how I can do things better to have a better team, a better business model, um, things like that. So and I reached out to the first guy and he was like, yeah, I would love for you to come take a look at my shop and we can chat. And each one has been absolutely amazing. Everyone's welcomed me with open arms and just became great, great friends.
0: How many tours have you done? Uh, So far, 11. Why did you decide to broadcast them on Facebook, the tours? Because I I can
1: make an album, right? So I can make a Facebook album where I can post pictures. That way then I can keep a little history or like a little log. So I can go back and look and see who I've gone to, what their shop was like, where their shop was at, um, and things like that. But also, that was the main reason of why I was posting it. But... What I've been finding out recently is I'm starting to get a lot of feedback from it. A few people have reached out to me just through Facebook Messenger, like, hey, I love your shop tours that you're doing. It's very inspiring that you're networking with people in person like this. And I'm like, where did this come from? Wow, I had no idea that it would impact a few people's lives. And I thought, wow, this, that's really cool. I'm I'm doing something positive for other people and really... I'm, I'm really just trying to grow myself personally, you know?
0: What have been some of your favorite tours?
1: My favorite tour recently, I went to, I, I traveled, I flew to um, Dallas, Texas a few weeks ago. And uh, this guy, Ryan Blair with Blair Automotive, he does uh-huh. European vehicles. Yes. So I've been following him on Facebook for a while now. Love what he's doing with, with German cars. And I really wanted to take, take a look at his shop of how beautiful the shop floor is, the placement of the lifts how many technicians and people he has. I really, it just his videos that I've seen him on, I knew I had to meet him. I just wanted to go out there, shake his hand, say hello, and just take a look at his shop. At a shop. That's one of my favorite shop tours that I've done. Um, There was a couple other ones here locally. Um, Hills and Dale's Automotive here local. Another friend that I've known for five or six years, but I've never gone to his shop. I've known him. But I've never visited him, you know, so I'm trying to be more, um, I'm just trying to get to know other people better personally and, and business, you know, in person versus just virtual and on Facebook, you know, take it an extra
0: step. Yeah. Did you know that some web design companies use the same wording across all their client sites? Unfortunately, this common practice is noted by Google as plagiarism, which will cause your site to be ranked lower. That's why it's critical that whoever makes your shop's website knows better. That's why so many top shops trust Leads Near Me to create and manage their shop's websites. As Google-certified partners, they know how to make a top-ranking website from an insider's perspective. Get a free site analysis by visiting leadsnearme.com or calling 888-953-2379 leads near me effortlessly increase car count what have been some of the big lessons that you've walked away with from these tours a lot of lessons is i'm definitely not doing enough
1: at my shop with shop policies shop procedures doing things the proper way such as torquing down wheel lug nuts there's been many years where i didn't own torque six i just tighten them down we're really you're not supposed to be doing that. So that's a lesson that I've learned. Doing digital inspections, you know, that's that's a huge lesson where I was always afraid to, if somebody came in with brakes, my brakes are grinding in the back. Okay, we'll do your brakes. No problem. We'll get you out the door. I always had a huge problem with telling other people, hey, your, your front tie rod is really bad. Your front wheels are going to fall off. You're leaking oil. You don't have any oil in your engine and things like that. And I didn't want to have customers pay a three or $4,000 bill because I just thought they wanted to come in, get the service done, get out. I didn't want to have a laundry list of items that they need to get done because I was always fearful of that. But really, I've learned as a lesson, customers want to know what's going on with their car. So what if the customer brings in their 2012 Chevy Malibu and their rear brakes are grinding? And I didn't check out the front end. They're, they could have a loose ball joint or a loose tie rod and they don't know about it. And it's a Friday and they're getting ready to go on vacation down to North Carolina. And they're driving along and they're in the mountains of West Virginia. The front tire falls off the very next day. They're going to call me up and be like, hey, I just had my car in there. What did you do? Well, we just did your rear brakes. Well, why didn't you tell me about the tie rod? Well, you didn't ask me to check your car. It's our job to tell the customer what's going on. They don't know. Most people, they put gas in their cars, they pay their car insurance, they pay their car note, that's it. They don't look at their cars. I'm guilty of it too. I know my car's leaking oil and I I gotta fix that, you know? (laughs) So we just, we all have the habit of just get in our cars, gas it up, we drive. It's our job as an industry leader and business owner to fully inspect a customer's car and let them know what's going on with it properly, with ethics, honestly, integrity. Don't sell them things that they don't need. If their if their struts are rusty, who cares? Don't tell them they need struts if they're not making noises. If springs are broken and it's not bouncy, let it go. So that's a huge lesson that I've been learning a lot of. What other lessons have come up? Some other lessons I've learned is um, customer service. You you gotta be punctual, you always gotta greet everybody with a smile, even if you're having the roughest day, you, you just gotta be be really happy with everybody and continue to greet everybody, even when you have those bad days. That's another lesson that I've been learning, which is hard to do, you know? You get frustrated working on a car, um, people skill lessons, micromanaging lessons, um, people skills, things like that. So those are all big lessons I've been learning, just going through and talking with other shop owners in person. And just checking out other people's shops,
0: so you've you've taken these lessons. Have you started plugging them into your shop yet? I have little by little, yes,
1: absolutely, yes, I have, and I'm starting to notice a difference. Yes, that's awesome.
0: What would you say to someone that's interested in reaching out to you know learning from other shop owners you know uh, what would you say like what would be a good starting point for them to begin to do that?
1: A good starting point is just. Be friends with somebody for a little while um, for a good process. Get to know them, um, not necessarily in person, but through like Facebook, things like that. You want to be friends with them for a while through that aspect first versus just calling them up out of the blue saying, hey, I want to come and take a look at your shop. That would be kind of, well, why do you want to come look at my shop? Are you here to steal my customers or what what are you after? You know, you really need to build that friendship up first and then go take a look at the shop if you'd like to. That way, you can build up that trust with one another, um, because there's lots of people on Facebook that have businesses that I'm not friends with or talk to or or anything like that. I'm not going to call them up and go take a look at their shop. I I just don't do that, you know. <clears throat> um, that that's my advice.
0: When uh, when we were chatting before you know getting ready for our episode uh, last few days, uh, one thing that you messaged really stood out, and, and you you said this statement um i forget the the whole context but um you know we were talking about you know the shop tours and and you mentioned uh in the statement you know i'm learning about this industry that i love and mm-hmm. i think that's so powerful uh, you know outside of our industry We all, you know, seen the gotcha pieces on, you know, the news and, you know, our industry doesn't have the best of reputations. But I think when you're inside the industry, you know, you know, this is a wonderful industry to be in. It's full of great people, honest people, and and we're just trying to serve the public. So, you know, talk us through for you, like, what are some things that you love about the industry?
1: What do I love about the industry is being able to, for one, I like to fix problems on vehicles. That's, that's one thing. That's why I'm here is I see a problem on a car. I like to diagnose it, test it, come up with a solution, and I like to fix it. There's my self-satisfaction. The other thing that I love about the industry as well is being able to put a smile on the customer's face as well, knowing that their car is working again perfectly fine. Everything is good to go. And just all the people that I've that I've met, you know, I went to Vision this past year, right? This past um, March, I went to Vision. That was my very first time time that I ever have been to any kind of automotive um, expo, you know, of that, that size, that magnitude, right? And all the people that I met there are just absolutely kind hearted people and they're in it for all the right reasons as I am as well. And and it's great that, you know, and everybody's helping out each other. And, you know, the other day, if I, I had a problem the other day, um, I had like three people just reach out to me on Facebook Messenger, giving me advice and just reaching out saying, hey, it's OK, do it like this. Um, give me a call. And I didn't even have their phone number. They gave me their number. We talked for an hour the other night on a problem I had. And it was like, wow, these these guys are genuinely caring for one another. Yeah,
0: it's It's incredible you know, being in the industry and and I, I'm, I'm parts of different parts of it, you know, seeing how willing everyone is to, to help one another. It's, it's Mm -hmm. so powerful. Absolutely. So Nate, what's next for you?
1: Wow. What's next? There's a lot. I'm very busy. I have a lot of plans that I'm working on. Um, You know, what's next? The next couple of things I'm working on is obviously with family as we're my wife and I are having a baby coming up here in July, Not so always. that's thank you so much. That's our next thing that we're focused on, and then next year we got some other things going on with um with family stuff and trying to move and things like that. I think the next step is also with business um I haven't told too many people about this quite yet, but within the next three within the next three to five years. We plan on transitioning the business name from ECP Auto Repair and Service over to Winston's Complete Auto Care. And we're going to be turning it into my name to where I'll buy my partner out. He'll continue to work with me, going to semi-retire. The whole shop will be under my name. And we're going to be transitioning things and specializing into Japanese cars, where we're just focused on like. Hondas, Acuras, Toyotas, Lexus kind of things. That's
0: exciting, man. You got, got some big stuff at.
1: I do. I do. I have a lot of, a lot of work to do and, uh, and I got a lot of more years left to work to keep working. Um, so that's, that's where I'm at. I'm still pushing, still growing, never stop thinking about the future as to where I need to go for myself, my family, my business, my community, um, that, that's where I'm
0: going. I love it. Nate, last question. If you were a car, what kind of car would you be? <laughs> As of right now,
1: um, I'd be a Toyota forerunner. That's what I would be. I know it's weird, but that's what I love. I'm on Great a huge vehicle. Toyota Yes, it is. I'm on a huge forerunner kick right now um, for like the last two years, and that's the kind of car I'd be. <laughs> Why that vehicle? They're just so good. They're so good looking. They are so reliable. Um, they drive nice. Um, they last forever if you take care of them. That's the key. Mm-hmm. And you know, my my 2003 4Runner that I have, everybody thinks it's like a brand new car. And I tell them it's not. And it's got 351,000 miles on it. And I drive it every day. And I just leak in oil. But I love it so much.
0: Yeah. Yes. It's a good looking vehicle. I've seen it on Facebook. There you go. That's it. Yes. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Thank you. Well, Nate, it's been an absolute pleasure to have you on the show. It's really fun chatting with you and I hope you keep doing the tours, put them on Facebook. We love seeing them. Awesome. I will definitely keep doing that. That was my interview with Nate Winston. I want this show to serve and impact as many people in our industry as possible. To help me in that mission, please leave us a review, subscribe to the show, and tell others about us. If you'd like to contact me, you can email me at thomas at slcautopodcast.com or call 615-656-8804. Thanks. Have a great week. No two shops are the same. That's why cookie cutter advice and coaching does not work. In order for your shop to get to the next level, you must have an action plan designed around your shop's unique needs. You'll also need accountability and encouragement along the way. Let ShopFix Academy help you create your best shop. Call 615-645-3683 to speak to someone on their leadership team about seeing if ShopFix Academy is a good fit for your shop. Learn more at shopfixacademy.com.